Hey there, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday meditation podcast for November the 28th, 2021. And this past week we had Thanksgiving Day here in the U.S., which was, of course, followed by uh, Black Friday, and tomorrow is Cyber Monday. So these are all online, internet sort of things. Of course, the stores do it as well. Um, But I think the majority of people do their shopping online and get things delivered. So it's it's been a good week. And, um... We lost some close friends due to illnesses early in November, and one of them was a close personal friend of my son's. Well, both both of them were friends of my son's, and um, Ricky usually came for, we were one of his main stops for Thanksgiving dinner, so he would have Thanksgiving dinner with his family and then come over and bring something to eat or something to drink or both. Um, and and his, um, his passing was very unexpected. We didn't know the, that there was a medical condition. Um, so that was, that was kind of a shock. And we all know people who have lost friends or family this year. People who, who would usually be at the Thanksgiving table. So what we did, we made a plate with everything on it. And we remembered that, to, that they were included. And so that plate was their place at our table. And the other thing we did was we lit um, a seven-day candle. It was an uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe candle. And we lit that and put it up on the mantle to remember those people and to remember all the love and goodness and fun that they brought into the world and into our lives and how special they were to us. So we had a multi-generational family Thanksgiving and we were very grateful to be here together because last year when COVID was um, you know, pretty much raging around the world, people stayed home. People weren't traveling. So I was in Texas, and I had Thanksgiving at home with uh, myself and my kitty. And we had a very lovely Thanksgiving. 
and enjoyed each other's company. And I think probably it was a fairly sunshiny day, so we I probably got out and had a good walk. It was a, it was very quiet in our neighborhood last year. Very quiet. Because people just were not traveling. And people were not going to each other's homes, even if they lived, you know, in the same county or whatever. So there were um, people having dinner together with Zoom. And, of course, people calling each other and checking in and how are you doing and what are you doing. And so that was good. So this, this Thanksgiving was better because we were able to be together. So that was great. Even though we were missing some people, it was still really good to be together without being afraid or worried or whatever. And, and one of my really good friends that I haven't seen, even though I've been here in Atlanta, uh, and partly because of the distance we live apart. Um, he came to dinner, so that was, and brought some delicious turkey and collard greens. So, good southern kind of meal. So, we had plenty to eat, and wonderful conversation. And I hope if you were celebrating Thanksgiving, that it was joyful, and there were people missing that you were able to remember them with fondness and remember all the goodness and happiness that they brought into your life. And it's been chilly here. It's getting, go, we're going from cool to colder and all the little gray squirrels in the neighborhood are very busy gathering all kinds of whatever they can find and they're they're very adorable the ones where i lived in texas were larger and they seemed to be fatter and these squirrels are smaller and slimmer and they're gray they have a white you know, breast and tummy, and they have a very fine, uh, most of them have a very fi fine line of white fur around their eyes and along the outside of their tail, so they're really beautiful and, and lots of fun to watch. So things things are going well, and this this week in class, we didn't have class last week. This week in class, we start our Archangel meditations, which are for Advent, but also for um, for being more aware of how the these celebrations that we do 
have some cross-cultural aspects and anything to do with archangels or angels certainly uh, comes from other cultures so there are a lot of archangels and angels in the Old Testament and of course in the New Testament and also in the uh, Islamic tradition and this is true for other traditions as well in in other traditions there are similarities of in terms of description um, but often very different words are used to describe like just used to describe or name the angelic presence and angels just in some form in some sort of description turn up in practically every culture that I know anything about so to me what that means is that what we think of as angels are an aspect of creation and we know that there are certainly uh, people including myself who have had experiences of angels showing up in their life and some people have very dramatic experiences of angels and I haven't had any that are like super dramatic um, they're often kind of brief appearances you might say but very meaningful and what I've noticed about those experiences is that it reminds me of the goodness of creation and it also reminds me that I'm being looked after in some way so here we are we're we're human beings we're doing our best in most cases to be a good human being and there are beings or saints or angels or God's love or however you want to think of it looking after us like someone somewhere somehow has got our back one of my teachers used to say um, and I love baseball so I liked this particular analogy um, he used to say God never leaves you coming around third base without a coach and I think that's true and not just in baseball but in general I think that's true 
And one thing we talk about in meditation class is that if you're ever trying to, if you're ever doing your prayers or thinking about your family or what you need or or if, if life has just gotten tough and and you're you're confused or just not sure what to ask God for or to ask the universe for you can always ask for guidance and protection And these are very difficult and very challenging times for us because we've got a global pandemic. We've got um, a lot of political drama and people polarizing. And we know, we know from experience that when people are polarized, that we're not listening, we're not hearing each other, we're not in conversation, we're not looking for solutions, we're just jumping up and down in place, uh, trying to be, trying our best to be right, to be the the person or the the idea or the cause or whatever, to be right. And that doesn't get us anywhere at all. In fact, it's we end up sort of going backward, I think. Anyway, um, life is pretty challenging right now. And I was talking to uh, someone this morning who um, is in a chaplaincy program and uh, works with epidemiologists and is talking about... Um, the trend, how different, different ones, different variants are trending, and we know there's a new variant that's popping up in Africa, in the UK, um, in the Netherlands, and it's it's kind of a scary variant. So they're, I mean, they're all scary, but <laughs> this is because it has a lot of mutations which raises the question of how well will the vaccines work the vaccines that we already have so we don't know the answer to that and thank goodness there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people scientists, epidemiologists research people all around the world, working probably 12 and 13, 14 hours a day on vaccines and studying all these crazy variants. So life probably isn't going to settle down as fast um, as we would like, and we're going to need to be patient and um, be aware of our stress levels, right? Just take care, take good care of ourselves, and get our families to take as good care of themselves as possible. So it's challenging. It's very challenging to be human right now. So my point is, we can always ask for 
guidance and protection from God, from Allah, from the universe, however you want to think about it. You can always ask for that. One of my teachers used to say, he was famous for this saying, and I think maybe some people were offended, but he said it doesn't matter what you call God. You can call God old hole in the wall for all I care, and it doesn't matter. What matters is, and he was trying to get us to be a little more diligent about our spiritual practices, he said, what matters is, is that you do your spiritual work. That's what matters. God does not care what we call him or her or it or whatever. So, doesn't matter. But it does matter that we do our spiritual practices to keep us um, <laughs> tuned up, you know. And practicing. And practicing makes things better. Makes makes everything better. I have friends who are extraordinarily consistent with their spiritual practice. And it has gotten them through some really difficult times. Like really serious health situations and you know losing family members you know before COVID so the, the work we do now the spiritual practices that we keep going now will build spiritual muscle will build stamina like internal stamina for us and and that's what we need when things get tough. And if we've done the work, that, that inner muscle, that spiritual muscle will be there for us. Will always be there. Sort of like making sure the well is full, you know. It's really important. So if you, you know... I'm not saying don't ever take a break because we all need to sometimes just take a break from our routine, but never underestimate the value of your spiritual practice. And I apologize, the neighborhood is really noisy today. So, but that's the world we live in, right? <laughs> it's the world we live in. And I would probably have to drive all the way to North Georgia and get out into the woods. And even then, it, you know, who knows? Might be somebody out there cutting firewood. So we just, we learn to live with it. So I thought today we would do our palming, uh, that eye exercise that we did last week. It's, every time we do it in class, everybody loves it. And I think it's partly because it's so healing or restful. 
for us, for our eyes. And we use our eyes so much and we take in so much information, so much bits, right, of information with our eyes. So, um, looking for a good spot to sit down. I'm trying to stay away from that chainsaw. Um, I'm going to slip behind this house. I'm out in the neighborhood, and I'm going to slip behind this house and see if I can get through the fence in the back. Anyway, wherever you are, if you've been sitting for a while, then be sure and stand up and stretch. Okay? Well, that's not going to work. Got somebody working in the backyard. Okay, so if you haven't been outside today and it's nice and you've got sunshine, after we do our little meditation, maybe you can get outside and get some fresh air. And a little exercise. Because we need, as much as we sit, or I should say as much as most of us sit, right? We need that exercise. We need the fresh air. We need the oxygen. Like every part of our body needs good, fresh oxygen. And the best way to get that is for us to be outside and be under trees because trees are oxygen factories. We know that. They're just pumping out. They're taking in CO2, carbon dioxide. And through that process of photosynthesis, they're creating sugar for themselves and they're putting O2 or very fresh oxygen out into the atmosphere. So if you're under a tree, if you're sitting in the midst of trees or <laughs> a lot of bushes, then you're getting fresh oxygen, which is the best. It's just the best. So I'm headed back to the house, the front way, instead of the back way. And I'm gonna sit down. And we can do our eye exercise. So I trust you've stretched a little bit. And the way this works is I'll talk us through it, or talk us into a quiet space. And then 
We'll have about five minutes of quiet. And then I'll bring us back out using our breath. So as you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down into your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath from the very bottom of your lungs, all the way out into the space around you, allow yourself to relax. As you breathe in, Feel your breath moving in through your nose, down your throat. Follow it all the way down into your solar plexus. And feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, nice, gentle, long breath, out from your lungs, through your throat, through your nose, allow yourself to relax a little bit more. And when you're feeling centered and a little bit relaxed and you're comfortable with your breath, then bring the palms of your hands up to your eyes and cover your eyes with your palms. Feel the warmth of your palms, of your hands, over your eyes. Feel the energy that sometimes you can feel moving through your hands. And let yourself just rest for the next few minutes with your palms over your eyes. Letting yourself relax a little bit more with each breath.
Now as you breathe in, be aware of your eyes. Be aware of the warmth that comes from your hands into your eyes. And as you breathe in, following your breath, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, be aware of how relaxed you are. And when you're ready, as you breathe out, lower your hands and gently open your eyes. This is a little practice that I've used for years. It's called palming. It's been around for a good while. There are books about it. And you can do it anytime, pretty much any place. And you can do it for as long as you want. And it will help your eyes. And some people have used it to really improve their eyesight. So remember that you have this tool. When your eyes feel tired, try it. I hope wherever you are and whatever you're doing, this week, that you're safe and that you're happy, that you're doing well, and that your family and friends are doing well. So, thanks for listening. Take really good care of yourself and remember to breathe.